This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I think waiting each other out. My intention coming out of the darkness was to pursue <laughs> this opportunity. And I enjoyed the meeting with you know, yeah. Woody and Christopher came out. These two guys, Hack, Jaime, and I just got a great feel with all those guys about the possibility. And as I leaned into it, getting back into some more strenuous workouts, I just really believed that this was where I was supposed to be. A lot of things had to come together. And I believe there was some major synchronization to make this happen. But I'm excited about the opportunity here. I always believed this was possible. And things moved pretty quickly on Monday. And thankfully, I'm here now. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And guys, for our little NFL conversation today, let's go over some of our favorite teams that made significant offseason moves and then figure out how we want to bet on them going forward. So, Joe, you are out of the darkness. We're not talking hockey, oh so somehow your internet magically works. So why don't you lead us off? What team do you want to talk about? Boy, I, I I hit a nerve there with the hockey thing, and you know I just I see nobody's watching. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not gonna fake interest in something that just is not, you know, jumping out at me right now. Uh, let's see. It, well, the teams that really upgraded as far as coming, I can't take that man seriously when he's talking about coming out of the darkness. The darkness. Just, just shut up, dude. Just shut up. <laughs> God, I really want to bet the under, but I they just have too much talent. They have too much <laughs> talent. Too much talent. As, as long as 12 is going to be out there, uh, yeah, they're probably going to get to 10 wins. So I can't really make a recommendation. But, but real the, the real under. quick, Joe. Yeah, go ahead. What if what if the market is appropriately reacting to Aaron Rodgers and it's just a bunch of no plays? Like, is that okay to do here? Because I know, like, you know, we and a bunch of other shows are going to talk about the Jets ad nauseum up through September. And as I look at some of the numbers, I go, eh, that's pretty sharp. I don't really see an edge either way. And that's kind of where I stand with all of this. Yeah. I'd like to bet it. I'd like to have some action on it. But I don't really see an edge. I don't really see it. You know, unless we get into some awards markets uh, at another time. I mean, they won both Rookie of the Years last year. They could be set up to get another one this upcoming season. But I think it's fair. And there, there's a three-game stretch of home games. And two of those games are Atlanta and Houston. They, it looks like the season is closing soft with Washington. New England could be bad. We don't know about Cleveland. Um, yes, it could be a challenging beginning, of course, with Buffalo and Kansas City in there. Philadelphia, 
in week number six has its ups and downs, but I, I can't, I, I would like to, I'm not going to, I'll tell you, I'm not going to lay the minus 130 on the over. I'm not doing that. They're just a no play for, yeah, we, we should, because that's the biggest story in the NFL. I guess we go around it. What are we doing, if anything, with the Jets? I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Because even division, you know, plus no. 250, I can't do that either. I thought the same thing. I'm looking for a way to find some value on the Jets, and there just isn't any for me. I'm just going to stay away at this point. Even there, even the nine and a half is a lot. I mean, I, I think they'll go over it, but there's no value in betting the over. Mm-hmm. How about, okay. Can, as strong as the AFC is with all the quarterbacks in that conference, is it possible for them to miss the playoffs? I mean, I guess it's possible. <laughs> plus money. It's just not enough of a price. It's plus 132 to miss the playoffs. Yeah. It's like, yeah. No. I, I, I will say this. I mean, we, we talk about live betting a lot. Like, what if they stumble out of the gate? Like, Week one, that's a losable game there. And mm-hmm. what if they lose badly and people overreact and say that Aaron Rodgers is washed? Maybe that's when you pounce on division, making the playoffs, all of that stuff. But we need to get through that first week. 100%. Mm-hmm. And, and with Rodgers, we should also mention the deep threat in Lazard is going to be there. And it's like an addition if he is uh, healthy at the start of the season. Let's not forget what Brees Hall was before his injury last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and then they also but, had in free agency Whitehead, who's really good safety for Tampa Bay to play with Sauce. It's like there are a number of upgrades you have to like. It's hard to fade them. But also, I mean, worst case scenario, Brees Hall's a little rusty. You know, coming off that yep. injury, you know, there could be mm-hmm. a slow start scenario here mostly banking on injuries and unfortunate things happening. But, yeah, I mean, it is possible that Rodgers looks old and washed. Bruce Hall isn't bouncing back <laughs> quick enough. Yeah. It, or, you know, uh, Garrett Wilson, like, okay, it was a one-year thing and, you know, it's a sophomore slump. You know, there are all sorts of things you can kind of point kinds to. Kinds of to what ifs, Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, you know, this is a stay away for me. Just like what Joe said, it's a stay away for me until we get through that first week. And then I'm probably fading the public in some way, shape, you know, some way. Uh, And that's kind of where I am with all of it. Absolutely. All right. Here's one that does jump out to me. Uh, You want to talk about change? Is there going to be a more impactful change. Maybe Rodgers is the one, but the other one that's kind of in that same stratosphere, I would say is the head coach slash play caller, Sean Payton in Denver, Colorado. And the Broncos win total is eight and a half juice to the under. So you ha- you're going from probably head coach 32 in the league to at least the top 10 guy. It was a long time ago, but a Super Bowl winning coach. And I don't think he's lost his fastball. Who knows, he may be completely rejuvenated as well. And the tone that was set by Peyton, I know you, you shouldn't go too much into press conferences and say and take leaps with that, but I will a little bit. It's going to be a different atmosphere there. Russell Wilson's not going to do whatever he wants. It's not going to be people tiptoeing around Russ anymore. 
And we got, we got some signal on what kind of offense Peyton is going to run for a while. It's like, oh, you had Russ, let him cook. And you have those receivers that have uh, these higher expectations that just, you know, never turned into anything. Now, nah, I think it's more going to be more, more of a running game. Uh, he fixed that offensive line immediately. They bring in McGlinchey. They bring in Ben Powers to play left guard. So I think that's going to be more of a focus. It's not going to be about letting Russ cook anymore. Uh, but, you know, I, I trust Sean Payton. And can they go 9-8 and eight on the season? Look, there are some rough patches. When you're in a division with the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. and you're playing them uh, twice in three weeks, that's brutal. When you've got Buffalo, that's brutal. But they could jump out to a pretty, pretty good start with Vegas, Washington, Chicago in that first month. And then later on, you've got you know, Houston Patriots. You, you bookend the season with Vegas. There are enough wins, and we know how challenging it is to go to mile high and play. Uh, so I, I like the Broncos over. Yeah, I like it too, because even that tough stretch, uh, that first half of the season, even if they split or grab a couple more that you're not expecting and Russ can turn back the clock a bit, and with this new regime, I like that. It, I think over eight and a half is a good look. Because the public must be thinking, oh, fade Russ, like he's not going to, they're not going to be able to turn this around. That's why the under is juiced, I guess. Because I'd be looking at the over here. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Well, what what was it that the Saints went over their win total uh, the last several years when Sean Payton was at the helm? Uh, when, you know, so many were coming out and saying Drew Brees is washed and the Saints don't mm-hmm. have enough playmakers and the vision's getting really tough, et cetera. No, I mean, the Saints were a constant overwin total uh, for a good stretch, and they were constantly making the playoffs. You know, definitely the track record is there. I think the other thing, too, and I think it was Nate Tice or someone, uh, you know, out that direction, uh, was saying that one of the things that Sean Payton loves to do is have each receiver have a specific job. So you say, all right, this is my deep threat. This is my slant threat. This is my, you know, out route threat, whatever it is. And I think simplifying this offense is going to help everybody. I'm not sure I want to go so far as to take the over win total here because that schedule is rough within the, within the division, especially going up against the Chargers twice. But I do think simplifying this offense is going to help tremendously to where even if you don't see the dividends now, you will see them by year two. They will be really exciting once everyone's comfortable with Sean Payton. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it, that makes mm-hmm. perfect sense to me. I don't know that they can make the playoffs and the number isn't juicy enough for me at two to one in that conference. It's just, no, no, I, but I, I do like that over bet at plus money as far as the win total. Cause they don't need to make the playoffs. What about you guys? Give me another team upgrades. What are we doing? 
Well, I can jump in with the Bears uh, because that will yeah. be a fun one for me. And I know that DJ Moore is uh, earning the spotlight here because he was part of the massive trade uh, for the Bears to trade down uh, in the NFL drafts so of Carolina could go number one overall. But the receiver I'm eyeballing now will have a full season with the Bears, and that's Chase Claypool. He is mm-hmm. a deep threat. Go back to 2021. He had nine catches of 20-plus air yards with Ben Roethlisberger as his quarterback. I will be looking for Fields props in terms of him finishing with over passing yards, and I will be looking for Claypool in terms of receiving yards if I can find something uh, nice. But those are going to be the two guys I look for as far as how to bet on the Bears because I feel like this passing attack is going to be significantly better. Also, Fields is playing a lot more play action in 2022 than he was in his rookie year. Now that he's got a year, another season to get comfortable with that, I feel like the playmakers that the Bears have will put them in a much better position. And those individual prop totals are what I'm looking at, Joe. One of the five easiest schedules in the NFL as well. Uh, last year, Mooney was their one. He's going to be their slot guy this year. Yeah, There are a ton of upgrades. Now, uh, the defense was completely shredded with trades for and for other reasons late last year as they were in tank mode trying to get the number one pick, which they eventually landed and, of course, traded. We all know that. Uh, they're trying to rebuild that defense. Uh, they, they, they're trying to fi- they fix, they think, the linebackers – via free agency with T.J. Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds. Um, But let's not forget that number one pick, ninth overall. They think they got the best tackle in the draft in Darnell Wright, something else that's going to help fields. Uh, You mentioned receivers. And a lot of people have written off Claypool. They're saying bust. I'm not ready to go that far. He has not had an offseason with this quarterback in this offense yet. So I think he can go back to what he was. Now, draft night, sure. I wanted that first pick in the second round that, that was straighted away. But, you know, it, it, they think there's something there. And more Claypool and Mooney in the, in the division that Rodgers just left and Vikings regression, you look at the schedule like, okay, there are a couple of challenging spots. A couple. But outside of that? That's why uh, this number seven and a half juiced a little bit to the over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the Bears, too. I mean, they added so many pieces um, with Nate Davis. Defensively, you've got to expect more improvement from Justin Fields. So I loved that one as well. So there's a few that I looked at and wasn't totally sold on. Like, where are we at with the Panthers at seven and a half? Like, they got Bryce Young. They've got Andy Dalton to be a mentor. Seven and a half is a lot. Running back Miles Sanders. They lost DJ Moore. Talked a lot about him, so that's that's going to mm-hmm. be tough. And then the other doesn't the numbers that... feel high from what from what we saw from them last year? We know about the upgrades, but isn't that? I think it'll be per- sweaty, <laughs> or, or if not an under, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a trash division. That's the and thing. it's asking a lot of a rookie quarterback. Right. It is. it is, and typically rookie quarterbacks either don't start week one or they have really rough starts to their careers, and it's not until year two when you actually see that return on investment. I like the under on the Panthers. Who's their best receiver? Where is he throwing it? DJ Chark or Adam Thielen? Like, <laughs> that's what you have without DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. So another team that I love really quick – 
just overall as the Jags, but they do have kind of a tough schedule. And I don't know what's going on with their stadium. They're renovating it. Like, are they going to have to play their home games somewhere else? Like, what kind of impact will that have? And then we also don't know what we're getting from Calvin Ridley. Hopefully he's, you know, what we saw before, and it's a big improvement. But you're also in a really tough conference with some good teams and some great quarterbacks. So nine and a half, I do think it's doable with the win total, but I think it could be tight. Do you guys see what BetMGM did? What? With the Jags? They put it at ten and a half. Oh, they did? Oh, no. Ooh, Everywhere under, else is nine under. and a half. Juice to the over, but I they have nine ten and, and a half. half. I think nine and a half is going to be tough. Don't love their start what? to the season, I'll be honest. It's oh, the schedule is brutal. But they could go 6-0 and oh in the division, right? I think that could yeah. happen. I like those chances to go 6-0 and oh in the division. And then after that... Four wins, uh, that's, that's doable. It's doable. The 10 and a half makes me nervous, though. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board and talk more football in the month of May right here on the BetQL yeah. Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.